Welcome, welcome, one and all, and thank you for listening to Topic Talk Wrestling, wherever you are in the world today. In today's episode, I'll be reviewing the events from last night's Monday Night Raw. If you're a fan of this type of podcast, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and on Acast. Raw kicked off with MVP introducing Bobby Lashley, who came down to the ramp, escorted by five women. He said that Lashley, what Lashley did last night was Herculean, said that Braun was nursing his ribs, and that currently Drew couldn't get out of bed. He said that Bobby's Lash- Bobby Lashley's knuckles were hurting, and MVP said there'll be an open challenge tonight if anyone was brave enough to come down. When Drew McIntyre's music hits, he says it sounds like a good idea, and Drew challenges Bobby to a match tonight. But MV- MVP then says that the open challenge is open to anyone other than Braun and Drew. Drew takes a swing at him, but rolls out and there is a ruckus, and we will find out who will answer the open challenge later. But first up though is a match between AJ Styles and Elias. Elias starts off with a couple of kicks, then comes off the ropes. AJ then drop kicks Elias. He gets back up, and Elias delivers a suplex to Styles. Styles punches Elias into the corner. He then picks him up for backbreaker. Elias now has AJ in the corner, and he delivers blows to the midsection. Then throws AJ into the opposite corner, and slides into the ring post. Elias then does a baseball slide to AJ, who falls to the outside. Elias then drops AJ headfirst into the side of the ring. Omos then, with the distraction, makes AJ recover and throws Elias over the top rope. And AJ flies over the top rope to knock Elias down. We go to break. Back from the break, Elias does a backdrop onto a running AJ Styles, then a spine buster to AJ for a two count. Elias now gets AJ in a headlock, then delivers two knee drops. He goes back to the headlock. AJ eventually gets back up and delivers blows to Elias' midsection. He then is able to deliver a Pele kick, followed by a forearm to Elias. AJ, building momentum, connects with punches and then another Pele kick. He delivers a backbreaker to Elias. AJ goes for the Styles Clash, but Elias manages to get the Symphony to Styles, then a spinning suplex for a kick out at two. Elias runs to AJ in the corner, who drop toe holds him into the second turnbuckle. AJ, going for the phenomenal forearm, is then dragged by Riker, and the referee calls for a disqualification. Omos approaches Riker up the ramp, which leads to Elias throwing AJ over the steps, and beats down on him until Omos walks back, and Elias runs away. We then see a highlights package of what happened last week in the 8-man tag match, where Orton, RKO'd, Woods and Kofi. This then leads to Riddle meeting with Kofi and Woods backstage. Riddle says that he's seen a snake, but they look for it and can't find it. But then Orton appears, and he finds out that Riddle made them all turn up for Orton to apologise to the New Day. The New Day poke fun at Orton, saying he can't say sorry, and he says that he's got a reptile dysfunction. Kofi then challenges Orton to a match tonight. Next, we see Alexa Bliss at Alexa's playground, and she has Tamina and Natalia there. She asks Natalia how it felt to win the title, to which she says it was great, and the fact that Tamina has won her first title. She then asks Natalia what her favourite colour is. Natalia says pink, and Tamina says that her favourite colours are black and blue, which will be how her face will look if she tries to pull anything scary on her tonight. But then Lily asks what it felt like beating up Reginald, to which Tamina says that she liked it, and she would do it again if he interferes in the rematch tonight. She continues to ramble on, Alexa blesses us, about smacking bugs and collecting wings. Then she looks around, and they have both gone. I thought it was a bit weird having a, what would essentially be like an, an interview into this whole sort of Alexa playground gimmick. It's just a bit 
weird, really, but I suppose that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be weird. It's meant to be a little off-putting. And their reactions as well, like Tomino and Natalia's, it was like it was, you know, what the hell are we doing here kind of thing, which was kind of what they're, what they're going for, I suppose, in terms of Alexa's character. But how this will lead, we'll soon find out. The second match of the night is Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak. We see a recap of what happened last week between the two of them, where they had a confrontation and Angel Garza said that he would put a rose down Gulak's mouth, whereas the week before he shoved it up his backside. <laughs> but straight away, Gulak runs straight at, at Garza into the corner. Then he does a belly-to-belly to Garza. Garza breaks free of a submission and hip-tosses Gulak. Garza does a sing shot off the top of the rope to Gulak, who lands in the centre of the ring. Garza goes for a double arm hook, lifting him up and then bringing him down into a backbreaker. Garza then gets him and de- delivers a wing clipper for the 1 2 3. Very quick match. Very, very quick match. Now, after the match, Garza goes for the rose and puts it in the mouth of Gulak, just as he said he was going to do last week. We then see a returning R Truth backstage with a 24 7 title. He says he can't see anything, he pretends to be blind, and Kevin Patrick tells him that he's going to be on Raw Talk later, uh, which is the show after Raw. And in the background you can see Akira Tozawa just slivering down the steps. Like he's going belly first down the steps, like sliding down. And then when he gets down to the bottom of the stairs, he rolls up Truth and he gets a 1-2-3. And he is again the new 24-7 champion. The third match of the night is Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. They start with a collar and elbow tie-up, which leads to Orton getting Kofi into a headlock. Off the ropes, Kofi delivers a hip attack, which sends Orton to the outside. Orton then kicks Kofi in the hamstring and throws him back into the ring. Kofi with a Russian leg sweep to Orton, then he bounces off the ropes and does a splash onto Orton for a two count. Orton manages to turn it around and delivers an uppercuts to Kofi into the corner. Orton stomps on Kofi several times and goes back to the chin lock. Back into the corner now, Orton rips Kofi into the opposite corner and Kofi does a backdrop to Orton. He does another one, but this time from a standing position. Woods then plays the trombone to distract Randy, which leads to Kofi Kingston rolling at Orton to get the 1-2-3. After the match, Riddle tries to calm things down. He steps in between Orton and Woods, and Riddle pushes Woods down and walks off. And at this moment, you see Orton kind of looking as if he's going to RKO Riddle, turning around and just drop him there, but he decides not to. He sort of restrains himself a little bit. We then go backstage and see Naomi and Lana, who are with Sonya and P.S., along with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Lana and Naomi say they have always been close to winning the tag team title match, but the other two always interrupt, and they should face the champs next time. The other two think they should face the tag champs as well, and Pierce says that they will look into the tag team title match once it's over tonight. Charlotte then interrupts, and she demands a one-on-one match with the champion. Charlotte says that she is going to be asked tonight to prove that she should face Rhea next. Rhea then interrupts and says that she wants some new blood to wrestle. Says that she's done with Asuka and Charlotte. But she said that she'll be at ringside tonight for the Asuka and Charlotte match. Next up, we have Shane Razor and Nia Jax versus Natalia and Tamina for the tag titles. Nia and Natalia start and Nia just plows into Natalia. She just runs straight at her. She throws her into her team's corner and tags in Shayna. Shayna, working on the arms of Natalia. Shayna then tags in Nia and Natalia goes for the discus clothesline to Nia. She then manages to tag in Tamina, who is then thrown down into the mat. Shayna tags in whilst Naya is on the top rope. Shayna then gets a submission on Tamina, then Alexa Bliss appears on top of the ramp. 
Reginald, for some reason, goes up to the steps to try and distract and Natalia and Tamina, instead the pyro goes off in the corner, blinding Reginald. But on replays, he was quite a fair distance away from, uh, from the actual pyro. Uh, this then leads to uh, Natalia then pinning Shayna to retain the titles. Again, another quick match. Before the next match, Seamus cuts a promo and someone backstage took his property regarding his hat and jacket. It appears to be Ricochet, who he had a match with at WrestleMania Backlash the night before. And we have a match, Seamus versus Ricochet. Seamus runs up to Ricochet on the ramp, and he delivers a toehold to Seamus. Ricochet then runs back in the ring, and the match starts. He delivers a dropkick to Seamus, but Seamus manages to take control of the match, and connects with punches and scoop slams to Ricochet. He tries to get back into it by getting in a sleeper on Seamus, but he runs back first into the corner for the breakup. Off the ropes now, and he dropkicks Seamus, who rolls to the outside. Ricochet jumps over the top rope, but is caught by Seamus, who runs into the corner ring post and then throws him over the barricade. We then go to break. Back from the break, Seamus gets Ricochet on the top rope to do the beats of the baller. He tries to go through the smiler, but Ricochet powers out with elbows. Ricochet off the ropes, but Seamus del- delivers the Irish curse backbreaker. Seamus on the top of the rope is met up there with Ricochet, who manages to do a Spanish fry. But Seamus lands awkwardly, with Ricochet landing on Seamus' knee. Ricochet on the top rope, then delivers a clothesline, followed by a running shooting star count for a two. Ricochet goes to the top rope, but Seamus rolls to the outside. So Ricochet goes for a crossbody, which connects with Seamus, down to the mat. He rolls in Seamus, and he goes for a 450, and Seamus kicks out at two. Ricochet then runs off the second rope again, but this time Seamus probe kicks him. The ref counts for three, but Ricochet does kick out, and the match continues. Then Seamus goes for another bro kick, and this time he gets the 1-2-3. So I think this match was a little bit of a botch towards the end, which is a bit of a shame, really, because the match was was actually quite decent. It was quite good to watch. It's just that you should have ended at that bro kick at the end there, but I suppose both participants really didn't feel like it should be. It should have ended know, the way they originally planned it, played out. After the match, Seamus says that Lashley better be careful tonight, as his other shoulder feels like having gold over it. We then get another backstage promo, but this time with Mason T-Bar, who asks who will end Bobby's championship match. They then flip a coin to determine which one of them would face him, but we don't know who. Now we go on to one of the better matches of Monday Night Raw, which was Asuka versus Charlotte. They start by trading bows to each other, then Charlotte gets Asuka in a headlock. They run towards the corner, but Asuka leg sweeps Charlotte. Then on the edge of the apron, does a hip attack on Charlotte. Asuka goes for the kick to Charlotte, but she kicks Asuka, who falls onto the edge of the mat. Rhea's music then hits, and we go to break. Back from the break, Charlotte has Asuka in a headlock, down on the mat. Asuka manages to break free, but Charlotte knocks her down, then does a fall-away slam, followed by chops. She stamps on Asuka, then kicks her down. She goes for the pin, and a kick it at two. Asuka eventually fights back, Charlotte throws her into the corner, but counters. They both go for roll-ups for two counts, with Charlotte getting the better hand and does a netbreaker. She gets Asuka's head between her knees and continues to hit Asuka onto the mat. This then leads to a submission on Asuka. Charlotte then powers out and goes for cover, but gets a two count. Asuka gets a roll-up and then gets out by doing a backslide, but again picks out, kicks out at two. Asuka with a knee to Charlotte then manages to deliver a German suplex, hip attack, then a bulldog to flare, she covers her, but Charlotte kicks out at two. Charlotte goes for natural selection, but Asuka counters. 
but Flair gets a back elbow on Asuka for a two count. Up on the top of the rope now, Charlotte goes for a Spanish fly, but Asuka pushes her off. She goes for the pin and gets a two. Asuka rolls through with the ankle lock on Charlotte, but gets up to lift her up. Asuka now goes for a triangle submission, and Flair counters with her weight, pressuring on Asuka, who tries to get a quick count for three, but kicks out at two. Asuka then gets the Asuka lock on Charlotte, but Charlotte gets the rope. Flair kicks Asuka's knee and hangs on Asuka's leg, as Flair hangs to the outside of the ring. Charlotte is then distracted by Rhea, who is sitting next to her on the commentary table. She re-enters the ring and gets rolled up by Asuka, who kicks out. She then goes for another one, but this time gets a 1-2-3 and Asuka wins. This is easily one of the best matches on Raw this year, by far. And I know the bar isn't exactly that high. This was a very, very good match, and I strongly suggest that you watch it. We're then going backstage, and this time Morrison is being interviewed by Kevin Patrick. He says that the Miz might never be the same again. He says that the Lumberjacks last night smelled, needed a dentist, and that he was dedicating tonight's match. And with that, we have the seventh match of the night. John Morrison versus Damian Priest. So, this is a Lumberjack match, but a proper one this time. None of the stupid zombie apocalypse stuff we had last night. Priest starts off with a hip toss and gets Morrison down on the mat. Morrison throws Priest to the outside of the ring and continues to kick on Priest as he gets back in the ring. Morrison then slides in the ring, but Nicky Cross throws him back in. Priest gets Morrison into the corner with kicks and right hands. He's whipped into the opposite one now and Morrison gets cleared and is knocked down to the outside. He tries to fight off the Lumberjacks, but he misses with the flying kick and gets back in the ring. Back from the break, Morrison has Priest down on the mat with an armbar, which Priest then counts as to his own submission. Morrison gets free and bounces off the second rope and kicks Priest who rolls out. But unlike last time, with Morrison, he is just thrown back in. Priest with kicks and punches to Morrison, he then goes for a spike front suplex. Priest rolls out. T-Bar Mace, who are some of the Lumberjacks, start beating up Priest before throwing him back into the ring. Morrison throws Priest over the top rope to take out T-Bar Mace. Then, for some reason, Cedric jumps in the ring and through the ropes to take out Shelton, and there's a mass brawl. Then Priest gets Morrison on the top rope and does a superplex onto the Lumberjacks. Back in the ring, Priest goes to the top rope and he does a Hurricane Rana to Morrison. He then delivers hit the lights for 1-2-3 and Priest wins. Priest is then interviewed and says that he has done with Miz and Morrison, that he says he might challenge Lashley for the title later on. We then see Shelton Benjamin, who is interviewed next, and he says that he might challenge Bobby Lashley for the title tonight. Cedric then appears and tells him that he finally has the guts to challenge Lashley. He says he is worthless and Shelton knocks him down and he walks off. So the question is, who will answer the call? Could it be Drew, T-Bar, Mace, Shelton, Seamus? Well, we're about to find out. Bobby Lashley makes his way down to the ring, and MVP asks who will challenge Lashley tonight. Then, the New Day's music hits, and Woods continues to point to Kofi, and we have Kofi versus Lashley. Thinking that it was a championship title match, MVP grabs the mic and says that he never said it would be a championship match. This is despite WWE announcing that it was going to be Lashley defending his WWE title tonight, which made no sense whatsoever. And so we start with the match, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Lashley slams Kofi to the mat, then Kofi gets up and he hits kicks to Lashley. Lashley goes to the outside. Kofi then jumps over the top rope to knock down Lashley as it heads to break. They show replays of earlier where MVP said that it was an open challenge but didn't say it was for the championship match, even though they were showing graphics for the championship title match later on that night. 
going to shot themselves in the foot with that. Lashley then attacking the midsection to Kofi in the corner. He then gets Kofi up with a delayed suplex, who kicks out at two. Lashley, squeezing Kofi's midsection, then breaks free and counters into a DDT to the champ. Lashley kicks out at two. Kofi goes for the boom drop, but Lashley manages to pick him up and plants him head first into the mat. He gets Kofi on the top rope and Woods distracts Lashley, just like he did earlier on with the Randy Orton match. Kofi looking for the SOS, but he gets picked up and he is driven straight into the mat by Lashley. He throws Kofi to the outside and is thrown into the ring post. Lashley gets Kofi on his shoulders. Woods pulls him off and the ref speaks to Woods and tells him to leave the ring. As they are distracted, Drew McIntyre grabs MVP's cane and he hits Bobby Lashley in the face with it. Kofi then rolls up Lashley and pins him 1-2-3. This episode of Raw wasn't that great. In all honesty, the Charlotte Asuka match was by far the best thing on this show. By far. I mean, I I hope we don't go for another Charlotte, Rhea, Asuka triple threat match. I mean, we are what about five weeks away from the next pay-per-view, so there is still time for that all to change. But we could even end up having Drew versus Bobby Lashley in Hell in a Cell. But now Kofi's won the match, where does it put him? Does this mean that Kofi's going towards the WWE title match? You know, where does it stand with his feud with Orton? And first of all, why would they just put Kofi there? Why don't they just put Woods there? Woods hasn't competed, so it would have made more sense having him face Lashley. And I'm surprised that they used somebody who had already wrestled as well. Which you would say it probably might protect them going against somebody like Lashley because Lashley was hit by an object which was enough to knock him out and lose the match. I don't know, I just think it would have been better off if Woods had took the match instead of Kofi. And we'll see what happens next week, but I predict there'll probably be another rematch. There'll be a Lashley versus Kofi match next week, maybe. Everyone's banned from ringside and Lashley will just absolutely beat the living daylights out of Kofi. That's probably where we're going to end up. But then again, Kofi and Woods are in this tag team feud now with Riddle and Orton, which again didn't make doesn't make much sense because you would assume that that's probably going to lead to a tag team match probably next week. Orton and Riddle versus Kofi and Woods. Whereas if they put somebody brand new, I know I just said about putting Woods in there, but if they put somebody else, I don't know, I can't think off the top of my head exactly who, but if they put somebody else who didn't compete tonight in that match, then you can have that as a bit of a storyline. Bring back somebody like Keith Lee. There you go. And have Keith Lee beat Lashley. It just seemed a bit sort of silly, really. Same goes for the Alexa Bliss thing. That's a bit silly as well. Like she said that she's got a eye on somebody. We don't know who. I mean, you would probably assume now that it was Shayna Baszler because... Shayna Baszler was pinned after the distraction and her knee gave out last week so maybe there's some sort of voodoo doll thing voodooism, I don't know if that's a word or not but there we are that sort of thing could have might start to transpire at some point soon so yeah, that's my thoughts what did you think? let me know on Twitter at TopicTalkW on YouTube at TopicTalkWrestling and on iTunes, Spotify, and Acast podcasts. For now, though, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon.